This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Now, I've been waiting to have this guy on for a very, very long time. He's a very special uh, guest. He's a guy that, well, we finally were able to get through to his scheduler. Our good friend, Mark <laughs> Warner, state uh, political director for the Indiana GOP. Mark, how are you doing? I, you know, I'm doing great. I, I don't think I'm that important. You are. You're very important. I mean, you've had Jeff on. We've had but... Jeff. We've had Trump. We've had uh, the vice president. But yeah. in terms of all that, you, now you remember... have the lowly staffer. We that... have you. So, so what do you, what is your job? What do you do? Well, Rob, I work with the other campaigns. Um, I work on our coalitions, work with uh, different groups, bring them in, talk with them, find out what you know their concerns are. You, um, recently, you travel. You're all over the place. Yeah, I've, I have been through all 92 counties 
for several years, several times. Why would you want to do this? You work very strange hours. You travel <laughs> all over the state. Uh, you're always like at some little festival or fair or some, you know, handing out, training people. What, what, what about you? What about made you want to do this? You know, it was about serving, serving this the the party. Um, and it's about service to people. Um, you have to, it's one of the, it's a fun joke running with the political staffers. You got to be a special kind of crazy to do this. Yes, you do. Um, and non-political staffers don't understand that, but, uh, you know, it's about getting the right people elected to office. Um, and if you believe in the people that you're working for, it makes the job a lot easier and it makes it fun. Um, Eric Holcomb had a saying this year that it's like, if you're not having fun doing this then you better get out. So take us through the whole, because Holcomb was especially dependent upon people like you, all the candidates were, but somebody that starts with 90 days to go, I assume, needs to reach out to you and say, okay, Mark, what sort of infrastructure do we have to run a governor's race in 90 days? Um, You know, the thing is with Holcomb, he had the RGA involved early on because the RGA was involved with with Pence as well. Um, But we just assisted Holcomb's team. Um, with recruiting volunteers to make phone calls, going knocking on doors, um, going to events, helping them deliver, you know, yard signs or materials to county parties, whatever it was, we were there to to fully assist them in any way that we could. Um, we also worked with them on their direct mail program. Uh, we did the same thing with Todd Young and other candidates as well. So we we played a role. Um, it was a different role than what state parties. You're so played. modest. Yeah. So modest well, about look, it, it, this is do. a team effort. It is. It really is a team effort. And not one person or, or persons can take credit, right? They. It's a team effort. Well, see, I take all the credit all the time. Well, I know this, Rob. You're I am, very modest. I am well aware of this. <laughs> um, I think everybody else is, too. But look, you no, know, it is a team effort. Um, Eric had a 100-day campaign, and um, everybody had the odds against him. Um, but the one thing I knew about Eric Holcomb and his team was they were ready and they didn't stop until it was over. Um, even the election day operation was amazing. Now I'm curious because you go all over the state, you would have these phone banks. That's what they're called. Yep. You would go to a County and people would just start making calls. It seemed like there were a lot of, and I'm sure there are always a lot of people, but a lot more people, maybe some new people to the fray this year that wanted to get involved. Yeah. So, and that has to do a lot with, uh, Trump. We love Um, Trump. Yeah. No, it, it had a lot to do with Trump. But it also had a lot to do with the direction of this state. Um, what do you mean by that? So the direction of this state has been going well for the last 12 years under Daniels, under Pence. Um, it's moved forward. And I don't think people were ready to take that state that's been moving forward and move it back. Yeah. Um, they weren't ready for that. And and it proved on election night that we won every statewide race. You did swept clean yeah, sweep. S- clean sweep. Is there like because you're the state political director? Is there bonus money for you? Is there, there is. There is, is no bonus money for did that. Did you go to Cardwell and say, "Show me the money"? Yeah, no, I did not do that. Obviously, you don't know Jeff very well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeff is a great guy. Um, you know, he's it. It was tough. The last, the last two years was tough. We didn't know what direction this was going to go, um, but. The, the people involved, it was amazing. I stopped at the Trump headquarters one day up in Carmel, 
And there was, the place was packed with people making phone calls and knocking on doors. I mean, people have never been involved before. Was there a feeling that when Trump did this show that that was really the change for him, what put him over the top when he did Central Indiana Today? Was that how the state party sort of felt? That was the momentum that he needed? So do I need to brush your ego here a little bit? <laughs> you can answer however you'd like. <laughs> no. You know what? Um, Trump was a great candidate, he was, though. He was a great candidate. And look, there was things I didn't agree with him on. Um, you and I had this discussion one one night in Avon. We did. Actually. Um, Mark, there was things Mark I didn't almost agree. killed me a couple times <laughs> at the local Hendricks. Uh, because, Mark, see, here's the deal. You, this is your... Um, your job you know you right. are this is your job and obviously right. we, we both care but it's your job and i go home and i go back to the radio the next day it's your job i like the drumster because he's an agitator you know right. and i'm an agitator so we worked well together but yeah. you it was was it which leads me to a good question was it harder to rally around trump from your job perspective than say a traditional republican because he attracted a different sort of crowd um that's a good question actually it was hard for me at first one, we we don't get involved in the primary right. process publicly. We you guys just were can't. very fair. Yep, we were we were fair across the board. We helped everyone. If if a candidate came in, we helped them in any way that we could. Um, but Trump was just a different candidate, and I'll be honest with you. At first, I was like, Man, people are not going to roll into this. They're just not going to. I mean, they're going to go into a market or they're going to go to someone else. Um, they just didn't, and. After the primary here, when we knew it was over, like it, he locked this up, it's done. He did the show? Yeah. And show. I started, and I even saw it before the primary was over, driving around the state. I'm like, because you're seeing everything. Yeah, you're you seeing, see everything, right. and you're just like, okay, this is, it's over. But Cruz had an amazing ground game here in the fall or in the primary. Yeah. I mean, he, did. he had several offices open, there was outside groups coming in to help him. And Trump just cleaned his... So were you guys thinking, because obviously it be, typically politics is a team sport, right. you know, Republicans, Democrats, and then you fight over the people in the middle, having a non-traditional Republican at the top of the ticket, that probably was a little bit different for you guys because he was attracting some people who down the ballot might have voted for an Evan Byer, might have voted for a John Gregg. So was that difficult? It was difficult to see where these people were coming from, where they were, who they were going to support in the end. Because that's your um, job. You have to identify yeah, people. Yeah. It was, that was not an easy task for anybody. Not even the RNC. I mean, I talked to friends at the RNC. They're like, oh, this was. And that's the national arm. Right. right that's right. the national arm of the party. Right. So it was tough to try to figure out. And I think that's where the polling came in. I'm just like, I mean, they're doing this polling constantly, daily. They're just tracking polling. And there was stuff I saw. I was like, oh, this isn't good. And then. It would flip, and yep. I just don't think they were targeting people that they would normally tar target. Again our, again, our guest is Mark Warner. He's the state political director for the uh, Indiana Republican Party. Did a phenomenal job. Obviously, you can't do any better than a sweep. I mean, that's <laughs> no. that's perfect. You yeah, know, that's, no. that's, that's perfect. Um, so, and and in, in fairness, I told you guys. I said, everybody, be calm. The Trumpster's got this. He's going to be fine at the top of the ticket. I told everybody that, right? I mean, yeah, you did. You I'm were very vocal relaxed. about we're, that. We're good. We're good. We got this. Um, so we're going to talk about a guy that you are you know very well in just a minute because I think he was a huge asset to Trump, Governor Pence. Yes. But before we do that, we're going to have some fun because you get the privilege of going to all basically all the Lincoln Day dinners. Yes. That's one of the perks of your job. 
That's the perk, right? It's the only perk. There's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of perks to my job. Lincoln Day dinners. There's a few of them that are a perk. There's the rest of them that are like, I don't know. So tell everybody what a Lincoln Day dinner is. Um, basically, it's a it's a county fundraiser. It's a county party fundraiser for the parties to raise money and help their local candidates, even help their statewide candidates. Um, they have speakers there. Usually, hear the same speech over and over again for several times a week. They try to get a big name, right? The governor, the yep. lieutenant governor, you know, Absolutely. Senator Coates. Yep. They and Senator Coates did a few of them this year. Um, Eric was at a bunch of them. Todd Young, um, depending on what district you were, you were you were hearing from their congressional candidate or their congressional member. Um, but you know the Lincoln Day dinners, they're fun. Um, there's some that are just long and drug out. And then there's some that are short, sweet, and to the point. Right. Because um, some of them, it's funny because the ch- the chairman runs the show, the county chairman. Yes. He will literally, in some of these smaller ones, show up and go, I know you all don't want to be here. Or yeah. he'll stop short of saying yeah. that, but he'll say, I know you don't want to be here. I know you want to go home and watch this sporting event. Yeah. I'm going to make it quick. One night, I don't remember what Lincoln Day dinner I was at, but Senator Coates was speaking. He goes, we're going to wrap this up because the Cubs are playing in a half hour. <laughs> so... It was, and I noticed you have your Cubs shirt on today. I do, um, but it was it's been a great year. I think for me. it was at the one of our state. I think it was at our state dinner, where we were standing there and everybody started walking out, <laughs> and I'm like, "Where's everybody going?" And Trevor Foudy said it. He goes, "Cubs are playing in a half yeah. hour. We gotta go." Somebody tried to give me a ticket to that, and I said, uh, "No." And they said, "What? What is your deal?" I said, "I'm not mad. You know, I'm not angry." I said, "I've got a baseball game to watch." The, you know, the Cubs are on. Yeah. And so you know, Coach was like, oh, "We're going to wrap this up because I got to get out of here." <laughs> okay. So who had the best dinner? What was the best Lincoln Day dinner? The Warwick County Lincoln. Now, where is Warwick County? It is down south in the 8th Congressional down by Evansville. Okay, yeah, so you're almost to Vanderburg. Yeah. What did they have? They had lobster tail and steak shrimp. Lobster tail? Yeah. Now, that's a far cry from the usual uh, piece of chicken and maybe some mashed potatoes. (laughs) Yes. Is Warwick County doing very well? or? uh... You know what? It was $50 a person to go. Okay. That's cheap for lobster tail right. and steak strips yeah that's great um no that was the probably the best one um, now was there a special speaker or was it congressman bouchon spoke and then congressman um congresswoman marcia blackburn spoke okay all right she so we had an there. outsider come in yep. yeah okay she spoke and she was a great speaker she spoke very well um on her issues but she also spoke well about trump and getting him elected because uh-huh. she was a big fan. She was. Yeah. She was. Now, do you know the menu ahead of time? when you get, Or do you get there and you're surprised? I, that, this one was surprising. Okay. Because you got to remember, some of those Lincoln Day dinners I went to in the past, I couldn't really sit down and do anything because I was working. Right. I was either on the road team with Pence or doing something else, and you couldn't just sit down and relax. Right. Um, this one, I could sit down and actually enjoy it. And I'm like, whoa, lobster tail and steak? <laughs> kind of Lincoln Day dinner is this? So then I posted it to Facebook. I'm like, all right, you other counties, you need to step up because <laughs> if I get rubber chicken tomorrow night somewhere else, I'm going to be highly disappointed. Again, our guest is Mark Waters, state political director for the Indiana Republican Party. Uh, you started in the, the mayor's office, right? Mayor Ballard. You worked for Mayor, mayor Ballard? I worked for Mayor Ballard for a few years, but I also worked for Chris Faulkner with Gridiron Communications for a couple of years. So I'm curious, going from the actual government side to the political side, the whole goal for a guy like you is good government. 
whether right. you're in, involved in the actual office or the right. political side. What's the biggest difference from being in the official government side to the, the political side? Um, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> you're, allowed, you're allowed to have an opinion. You're allowed to have an opinion. Um, the other thing is, is I think every political staffer should work the official side for a few years because it's easy for me to go out there and talk about what's going on, especially when you've had a front row seat to it all. Right. Um, and that, that makes it a lot easier when you're out there politic and you say, this is what we did. And it makes sense because this is how the sausage is made. When you're on the political side, you're just wanting to get the person elected. Yeah. It's really sexy to do campaigning. It's really hard to govern. Yeah. It's really boring to govern, too. Yeah. I mean, governing is not... You know, sometimes it can be fun, but the rest of the time, it's just boring. All right. So you ended up becoming very close with uh, now the vice president of the United States, Mike yeah. Pence. Did you ever, how did you get hooked up with Pence? So I met him back in, I think it was like 2009 at an event. When he was just a lowly congressman. Yeah, he was just a lowly congressman in leadership. <laughs> um, and I knew him before that, but I, I got to actually had a good conversation with him. And they invited me to go on their bus tour across the state. So I went. It was a great time. I met the team. Because um, he, he, this was when he was running for governor. Before he was, before he was running for yeah. governor. Because he did sort of like a learning tour, yep. listening tour. Yep. And yeah, then yeah. he helped the candidates that yep. were running get elected. Right. Um, I got to know them really well. Started getting involved with them. Became a member of their road team back in the 12 campaign. Now, what does that mean to be on the road team? That means you traveled ahead of him or with him, set up the events, helped staff the events, moved on to the next one. So you, we helped basically. You're the, like the guy in the Jackson Brown song. You set up the stage and you're the guy that nobody sees and you're, yep. you're, you're and the you hero just, that makes the magic happen. Yeah, and a lot of people don't. They're like, man, this went off without a hitch. I'm like, if you'd have been there earlier, right, you right, known, right. So now go off without a hitch. You are really the glue that holds the thing together. Yeah, it was a team effort. Right. Um, it was me and a few other people that were on that road team, and it was it was fun. We had a good time. That was when we did the big red truck tour, which was great. They came here to Brownsburg. The very famous, they did very famous photo of me and the and the governor in yep. the flyer. You know, with the with the big red truck. So I got an opportunity to to get to know him on a personal level um what sort of guy is he he's a great guy he's very he's very low-key but he has a an actual sense of humor right um but he's very just he's such a great guy i always said this with people what you see in public is what you get in in private right yeah that's just who he is um he's very low-key just he just he loves to help people and He's just not – this is who he is. And when Donald Trump picked him – Were you surprised Trump picked him? At first, yeah, because I was waiting for the newt. And I got to be candid. Right? You know, I was a big fan of the newtster because newt's an agitator too. But two agitators on the same ticket. It would have been a Rob Kendall dream ticket. <laughs> so much agitation. Uh, but Pence ended up being a great pick. Yeah, he was a great pick. He brought in the governors. He brought in the members of Congress. You know, he healed those relationships, and he brought in the, some of the social conservatives that were still shaky right. on Trump. Um, and he was great in the debate. Yes. Man, that debate he did with Kane. He was a clear winner. Yeah, he was. I said this when I was doing the Indy Star tweet thing. I said if we could take uh, 
debate Pence and rally Trump and make them a person. It'd be like the Captain Planet of politicians, <laughs> and it'd be perfect. Um, but he did phenomenal. He did. There. He did. He did a phenomenal job. Um, and, you know, with his this is the most recent controversy with the Hamilton thing. Yeah, he handled yeah. it very well. Yeah. Much better hey, than I would have. Kids, this yeah. is what freedom looks like. Um, you know, Trump tweeted, these guys are low life, <laughs> low energy losers. And Trump and Pence is like, hey, it's all right. I'm not upset with them. Do we, in a sense, have a perfect, air quotes, perfect GOP right now? Because you have the guy running the ship, Trump, who appeals to guys like me who are just tired of the BS and just want over-the-top flamboyance, but yet then they have the traditional low-key conservative Republican governor in the vice presidential right. slot. Do they have now this perfect harmony in the GOP? You know, I think we got some work to do still. Um, but I think if we play our cards right the next four years, even especially the next couple of years, um, we will be doing really well in the party. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Pence. You go from, as state political director, you're gearing up for you know basically a year. It's going to be Pence against Greg. We're going to do this rematch thing again. We've got this candidate. This guy is our candidate. We're going to sell these strengths. Did you have to switch gears when you went to Holcomb? Yeah, you had to switch gears a little bit because you had to help Eric get his name out there. Right. Um, it floors me that nobody knows who the lieutenant governor is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and it amazes me that there's people out there that don't know who their state school superintendent is. Some of them don't even know who their state senator is. Right. And that... I know who mine is. Right. John Crane. Now it's John Crane. That's right. Yeah. I knew who the previous one was, yeah. too. Uh, John. John's a good man. Um, the thing is... Is, but is, that, is that frustrating for you? Because you're is. very astute. You know yeah. what's going on. It's like... How do you not know who your lieutenant governor is? Right. Like, this is the second person in charge. If the governor goes down, this is who's taken over. Is that difficult? Because a lot of what you do, correct me if I'm wrong, is you're on the phone with people. You're calling people who you have no personal connection with. Right. Mrs. Smith, hello, how yeah. are you? Would you please consider voting for this person? Yeah. Is that hard when you are talking to somebody who has no idea who the candidates are? It is tough. Yeah, it is tough because they're like, well, I'm voting for Donald Trump and Todd Young or whatever. I don't know who this Eric guy is. And that was there for a while for the first, you know, 30 to 60 days of that. And it's like, is oh, there a man. phone call you can share with us? Is there a favorite phone call? Is there anything that you stands know, out? There was, <laughs> cause I'm sure you got some great ones, right? Yeah. So there was one call I made and the person's like, why are you bothering me? And I was like, well, sir, we're just, you know, making calls to let you know about the election. Like, I don't know. There's a election going on <laughs> when there's, 14,000 commercials on my TV every five minutes. So, you know, and I was like, well, so do you know about Eric Holcomb? Well, that's one commercial I've must have missed. And he goes on a rant about Trump and Pence. And then it finally is like, oh, wait a minute. I had him on the phone still. He's like, wait a minute. I think I just see a Holcomb commercial. Yep. I think I know him. It's like, okay. And he goes, well, I'm going to vote for him if he's a Republican. I said, well, yeah, he's a Republican. Well, then you got my vote. What He's you, like, but these commercials are killing me. What do you, did you get a sense on these races? I mean, could you size them up like election day going in? Were you, were you picking them? I mean, were you uh, saying, okay, this, I mean, you Here's want what the, I said. You want all the Republicans to win, but right. you had to have a feeling like, hey, maybe this person is going to win, is not going to win. Here's what I said that morning. I was like, okay, Trump's going to win this. It's going to be by 10 plus points. Right. Eric, it's going to be by one or two points. Todd Young, it's going to be by one or two. 
Um, I knew Curtis Hill was going to be fine. The one I was concerned about was Jennifer McCormick, just because I, you just couldn't get a read on that race. Yes, yeah. and Glenda's very popular, very well known. Right, name She's ID. well known. Right, and so I just wasn't for sure about that race. And then that night, I was like, "Whoa, what? Todd what you- by ten points, Eric by six. I don't remember the percentage with Jennifer, but." I mean, what do you, Curtis Hill was the largest vote getter in state history. At what point do you uh, take a victory lap, or did you take one, or what? Like, what is the night like for you watching the results? Um, you know what? We did our victory laps, and then most of us sat down and was watching the national right. returns. And the funny thing about that night was we're sitting there with a bunch of us, and like, why isn't CNN calling this? Right. And you could see we were watching the counties coming in from the other states. Right. Like CNN is like avoiding calling <laughs> Trump for Florida and Ohio. And it's like, well, it's too close to call. And we're like, uh, no. It is like it. It may be too close for comfort for you, but it's over. Right. Um. But we. I mean, I stayed up with a bunch of people until four o'clock that morning. Right now, now, but now, guys like me. Of course, the next day we're on our social media telling everyone to eat it and how right we were. And (laughs) you have to be nice to everybody, though, right? Yeah. You look. Here's the thing: is I don't have to be nice to anybody. Yeah, you you don't. You can do what you want and get by with it. I do it, and the Indy Star calls it and calls Kristen. Why is your staffer blah blah blah? Uh, Now, look. Jeff said it well that the next day. He goes, hey, guys, we want everything. This is a great time. We can do our victory laps, but we need to be humble servant leaders. Right. And that's what we need to be. And so what do you do now? Like the election's over? What so happens? we're doing our precinct by precinct results. Um, we're doing our two-year, you know, what did we do in this two years? We're here. Um, just trying to do everything else. Do they have a review with you? Is it like office space where they call you in and ask you what you do and how you did it? And is that does that happen? You know what? That hasn't happened yet. But let's not talk about that. Pretty <laughs> really sure I want to go in for a review. Well, I asked Tucker Barnhart from the Reds. We had him on last week, and I said, "What do they do after the season? Is there like a sit down with yeah, you?" Yeah, you know what? They sit down and we go over everything that we did. Um, we plan everything out for the next year, trying to do all that. But right now, I mean, we're just planning the inaugurations and those visits and will i be else. given preferred seating for which one uh, all of them yeah i don't think so because <laughs> oh, you're in charge of that right yeah no you hand out the seating assignment yeah i do not hand out the seating assignments who hands out the seating assignment so, is that cardwell do i need no. to be nice to cardwell you probably need to be nice to cardwell yes okay no um what they're doing is they're and i don't know how this is all working out right now because i'm working on other stuff um but so the actual inauguration that day, mm-hmm. those tickets have to come through your member of Congress. So that's Rokita. Yep. I need to be a nice to Rokita. You need to be nice to Rokita. Okay. But from what I understand is there is 300 and some plus people on a waiting list in some members' offices. Seems uh, seems very reasonable, and I, I think it should be like, um, you know, Kings Island. You know, I should be able to get a wristband and go to the front of the line. <laughs> I just, is that how it works? I think I don't think that's how it your works. contribution to the party is that is, yeah is I'm that the, sure I'm sure if you called Congressman Rokita he'd probably save a ticket for you. okay I'm so guessing. we need to be nice to Rokita thank you, you see you, this is why I have you on yeah you, you know need all. to be nice to to Rokita and his staff 
which I'm pretty sure you have in yeah, the past. We love Rikitis on yeah. all the time. We're very nice to Rikita. No, he's a he is a good congressman. You guys are truly blessed out in this area to have him as your All right, so the member. next big one. It's a Senate race. It's coming up in 2018. Our bud Donley's on the show all the time. We like Donley, nice guy. Who who's it going to be? You got any thoughts what's going to happen? No idea. I have no idea where this is going to go. You'll probably see the name start popping up. Because I've said, I've said it publicly, and, and I think I get an evil look every time I do it, but I think it's Rikita. Rik- I like the Rikita-Donley matchup, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, Rokita's the co-chair of the budget right now, and it looks like he could be budget chair. And if that's, that's the case... Then you don't want to give up that spot, because I that's very important, would right? would not give up that spot for it. Right, okay. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Take me through. we got just a couple minutes left here with Mark Warner, uh, political director for the Indiana Republican Party. Take us through what the governor the governor's caucus was like because of course pence is named vice president announces he's leaving he's gonna he's gonna accept the position and then there's all these people throwing their name in to be part of the caucus to replace um to replace pence as the republican nominee which cardwell over oversaw and we talked with jeff a little bit about this but what was that like behind the scenes with that very important event it was it was tense. Were people pumping you for info? Were like Warner? What do you know? What's oh, going there, on? there was always there was always people calling or text me. Hey, what's this gonna do? What am I? How's this gonna? What are we gonna do? And, and you're very good at being straight faced. Yeah, you're I, very. You're very. I know like, nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. Good. Like whoever the candidate <laughs> is, I'm gonna get behind and make sure that they win. Right, that's my job. Um, it was so the day of the actual caucus. Were you there? Yeah, I was at the office. Um, there was because it's like the it's like picking a pope. Like everybody goes in, it's secret. Let's check your cell phones at the door. White smoke emerges when we've got a winner. Right? Is that is that what how it works? Somebody did that. Somebody put um the pope's white smoke on Facebook <laughs> after it was done, and I went ahead and did it as soon as I knew the final count. Yeah, I posted that. Um, but there was there was intense because you could tell people were. I mean, the state committee was in the room the whole time, right? Unless I went and went the, until they went and voted, but you know, Rokita was in there, Susan Brooks was in there, Eric was in there, um, their supporters were in there, not in the actual room, but outside of right. it, just talking to people. And when it was over with, you know, Jeff came out. Here it is. Let's go downstairs. And they went downstairs. They were very nice to each other. Yeah, they were. And you know what? I will give kudos to both Susan and Todd. They could have walked away and said, well, I didn't get my way, but they didn't. Right. And Todd was very helpful to Eric this cycle. Um, He wrote a few op-eds for him, um, did a lot of phone calls for him because they had our, one of our systems in their Danville office. And, um, you know, Todd was really helpful with Eric and the whole team. Um, Susan did some fundraisers with Eric, and so they were just helpful to each other, and that's what you need to do at the end of it all. Okay, so let's close with this. Trump, Carrier, Pence, everybody's here. Were you a part of that at all? Were you invited to? No. No? No. You're so important. I can't believe that's they That's an you official there. event. Um, look, that Carrier deal was good. It was good for the West Side. And I have friends on uh, across this, you know, country who are like, well, this is crony capitalism, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, it's not. Tony Katz did really well this morning with explaining what crony capitalism actually was and what it wasn't. Um, 
But that was a good deal for Carrier. Like they're giving, you know, everybody's like, well, they're just giving them seven million dollars in in money. I'm like, no, that's not what they're doing. And so it's kind of like with you when it comes to tiffs, right? Yeah, we love the tiff. Tiff is a good thing, and we should just rename them Robs. <laughs> just name them Robs. So, so tiff is a good thing, and so this tax break that carriers getting, these people are keeping their jobs. Yeah, would have would we have liked to have seen all the jobs stay? Absolutely, but you know what? Eleven hundred jobs is a huge win for that area, and yeah. in that district where they really need to keep things going that was helpful mark this i want to do this for a long time this was so much fun thank you for telling us a little bit about how uh the political party structure works a little bit about how the grassroots operations work because it's a life people see the ads they get the phone calls they have no idea what goes into making all that happen and and you're a guy that knows a whole lot about it so thanks for thanks for telling us about it today no problem sir Hey, don't forget to miss any part of our conversation. You can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes now. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. 
Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.